Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart and talking about all things werewolves. Mm-hmm. All the claws, all the fangs, all the snoots, that boops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, how have you been? Uh, still busy. Um, and I, I have no new developments. I'm just... Just busy. <laughs> yep. It's just like... In the off season, it's like I'm busy with like different types of things, uh-huh. and on the on season, I'm busy with really high pressure things. So, like right now is the high pressure stuff. Like we've sold over 1,100 tickets as of Saturday, so wow. it's probably gone up by now. And um, and I'm just like, uh, <laughs> guess that means I have to do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh. Under pressure, dun 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 dun. dun. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we need one queen reference per uh, per episode. So do you know. do we? Because we've been failing. <laughs> we have. <it. laughs> well, what have you been up to? Oh, um, I finished my band's newest music video. It will be. It's out on Patreon now. If you're a nice. early supporter. Uh, patreon.com slash Leonardo Leonardo band let's get that plug in there <laughs> and it will be out to the general public next Monday and oh. yeah that was a really cool fun shoot so got that all done and yeah not a not a whole lot of other stuff just, okay yeah just we're Yay. just doing music the things <laughs> yeah yep music work working music music and work Yep, all the fun <laughs> stuff. That's awesome. Well, uh, do we just want to dive right into this today? Well, first, uh, let's share where people can find us yes. in the interweb land. Um, if you would like to find us and holla at us, you can find us at Goth and Sloth on Twitter and Instagram, and you can email us at gothandsloth at gmail.com. Do it. Do it now. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So, do you know what we're talking about this week? I mean, I hope so. I know <laughs> I fucked it up once, but this time I'm pretty sure I know that we're talking about The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yes. This week we are discussing the 2020 movie, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Ooh. This is written, directed by, and starring Jim Cummings. So, apparently, like, this dude's just like this is his passion project. Yeah. Um he has done let's see what else is he's directed real quick here. Thunder Road. <laughs> um haven't seen it. And yeah. So, yeah, kind of like I don't know, he is able to get this together and get it going and cool little project for him. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, 2020, and uh, so let's get into it. Yeah, what's this thing about? So, uh, the movie opens on some uh, modern-day yuppies in a small ski town, and they're, you know, just so enamored with the small town and their small towniness (laughs) and their nice little cabin, and uh, the guy's getting ready to pop the question to to his lady. It's going to be this romantic night. Um, they get in a little bit of kerfuffle with some local 
riffraff. Um, and later in the evening she's out for a hike in the woods at night which like don't don't no she wasn't in a hike she was uh trying to turn the hot water on i thought or something like that yeah okay like some sort of house unfamiliar cabin trying to turn a thing on or turn a thing off yeah and uh then she gets torn to bits yeah (laughs) many many bits so many bits, <laughs> bloody small bits, um, and it leaves the uh, behind a bloody paw print. Ooh, Ooh, Speaking of bits, it also just like eats hers, so it, she has no more bits. It does eat her lady bits. <laughs> um, it's just yeah. When we get into the twist, we can talk about that. Um, so we're introduced to our uh, our ragtag bunch of local police. Uh, John, who is, as I mentioned, is Jim Cummings. Uh, Julia, played by either Garfunkel or Oates. Uh, Ricky Lineholm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Robert Forrester, uh, who you might remember as Arthur Petrelli in Heroes. Mm-hmm. In his final film role, actually playing sheriff sheriff hadley yep um john is the son of sheriff hadley um that will come into some play later um but yeah so it's a small town place they never have murders they don't know what to do with it everyone's freaking out because this is like this gruesome murder and like you know they're small town cops so they're they're already you know cops in general so they suck but then they're small town cops, so they don't even know yeah. how to handle things in general. And they just get away with so much. They get yeah. a, they get away with being as incompetent as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it is introduced that John is a recovering alcoholic um, in this, and so yeah, the uh, the race is on to figure out what happened. And the, already the rumors are flying that it's a werewolf or some sort of uh, maybe just a giant wolf or a bear. But he right. he said that like this is a this is a man that did this. Right. Um, so a little bit later, uh, a snowboarding instructor gets attacked. Same thing, body parts thrown everywhere. Um, now the media is getting you know brought in, and just John just starts to lose it. Like he's just losing his shit. Uh, done in honestly these really cool montages where it's such quick edits that you don't you lose your own focus and huh. I feel like it kind of brings you into his mindset of just like chaos. Okay. Um, I can see it. So then, um, uh, we're introduced to Liz who's sitting at a, uh, cafe with her, uh, daughter and this just creepy man just starts being a creepy man as, Hey, how yeah. you doing? <laughs> what are you up to? I really like your green car out there that you came in with. Yeah, and like, creepy. Like all the worst stuff. Like just you feel ooky in this entire scene. Yeah, and, and he's kept out of the frame, yeah, you which don't, also helps. Yeah, you don't get to see who this guy is. Um, and uh, she does the right thing, which is excuses herself with a normal like problem, goes up and calls the police and stays yep. around people. Um, 
So then Liz then gets attacked but survives. Yes. Mm. No. Mm. No, that's right. Mm. She's she's also She torn. did. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yeah, she she's super dead. Apart. That the survival ones later. That's right. <clears throat> the baby dies too. Yeah. So Yay. lots <laughs> lots of murder already. So everyone's, you know, trying to get the sheriff to do his thing. And, like, he doesn't know what to do. He starts drinking again. Um, and, like, the full, like, he's hiding alcohol around his house. And he's drinking mouthwash just straight. Like, he's he's full <laughs> off the wagon. Yes. Uh, they were shown a quick shot of a man uh, in, like, this, this like, uh, motorhome uh, that's burning a body in some bushes. And you're like, okay, that's that's our guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're kind of back to the police stuff, and yeah, John's just totally just shit faced. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, he needs uh, what we call help. Yes. <laughs> um, in the meantime, his daughter, who they they have a fraught relationship, um, decides there's like a they put down as they do in all horror movies with that tax. They put in a curfew. Uh, she breaks a curfew to hang out with her dude, and they are attacked. And John shows up, starts shooting, um, but doesn't catch the guy, um, and uh, doesn't even want to take his daughter to the hospital because he's a terrible he's such guy. A piece of shit. I hate him so much. <laughs> he he's bad. Um, and then my notes get weird. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> um, so they find um, this other body, and this is the one that we saw lighting up the uh, uh, the lady in the bushes, and they're like, oh, "Yeah, it's like a houseless yeah. person." And uh, he's like, he's got a wolf tattoo, and they just like assume it's him. Case is closed. That's that. Wrap it all up. We're all done. Um, but as they're like returning all the evidence to people uh, of their personal possessions, um, something's not sitting right, and they find uh, one of the possessions they returned back had some sewing equipment. And John's at this one dude's house, and he's getting just this vibe. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a taxidermist needle. Yeah, a taxidermist that needle. They that like the was gonna be fiance of the first victim who got the vajayj eaten Mm -hmm. he found the the taxidermy needle and was like yo did y'all leave this here we don't want it yeah and yeah and that's uh that's where uh julia is like oh i i think i know what's going on and then yeah john's at this dude's place and he kind of starts putting things together and he's like asks him to stand up and this dude turns out he's like hunched over and he stands up and he's just this massive towering guy yeah and he slams the door in john's face and you know john starts going after him he knows this is the guy um you see him uh then like quickly put on a wolf costume and then run out to the woods where john hunts him down and then shoots him many many <laughs> times in the face um, so many <laughs> uh julia kind of catches up with john while he's doing this and um 
yeah, he kind of collapses in the snow and end of movie. Credits roll. <laughs> so yeah, this is a werewolf mystery movie. It is kind of gray area if it's werewolf, but I say it's well within werewolf territory. I mean, I think that like if the last movie was werewolf was a werewolf film by like the standards of the people in the town were reacting to everything as if it is a werewolf. Yeah. Then this is also a werewolf. Yeah. And you're given clues like red herrings that it is a werewolf. Um, You're shown the wolf uh, when he's attacking the snowboard lady. Um, Right. And yeah. And then there's like interesting facts like there's no saliva at the Mm -hmm. scene and no DNA and there, which is like confusing, but it makes sense once you figure out that he was just wearing a suit. Yeah. And yeah, there's wolf hair at one of the scenes and basically this is a Scooby-Doo. It is old man withers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah. What'd you think of this movie overall? I thought it was fun. I'm not, I usually have a hard time with like horror comedies um, or at least that's not true. There are horror comedies that I really enjoy. It's just that they have to be like paced well for me to like really think like, oh, I'm gonna watch this again. Mm-hmm. And I think this one passes the test. Like it's it's a good comedy that feels fun to watch, and it doesn't feel grating. It doesn't feel like the jokes are just over like repeated over and over or anything like that. It's like it's a comedy in like how. I guess annoying all of the characters are, yeah. but again, not in a grating way. Um, so I liked it. I don't, you know, it's not like, Oh my God, this movie, we should all watch it forever, <laughs> but it's fun. It is. And uh, like, I enjoyed hating the lead character. Yeah. He's terrible. Cause he is so annoying. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> First of all, I can't handle people that are just, like, mad over stupid stuff mm-hmm. all the time. And uh, and then, like, he, this character just, like, takes it to, like, the whole next level. And he blames everything on other people. Or, or, no. He, he, like, blames everything on other people. And then everything is about him. Yeah. Which is, like, oh, my God, shut up, dude. Like, he's, like... <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I can't take this anymore. You're retiring. I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. And it's like, you're retired. Like, <laughs> is that not his? And like when uh, his daughter was attacked, he mm-hmm. was like, I can't do this right now. How could you be here? I have to be a cop right now or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, are you not going to ask me if I'm okay? Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to worry about your daughter at all? Like, Yeah. So he's just really annoying, uh, but he was played really well. Mm-hmm. The movie is like, shot very cleanly yeah and like almost like a supernatural like filter like it's like very clean mm-hmm. which lends to the comedic effect yeah for a horror film so i thought it was i thought it was fun and yeah it's a like if it were to pop up on you know a random channel i'm watching if i were to watch cable <laughs> then i would watch it yeah, I um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the mystery aspect of it, um, because I'm like, 
he he was like so like no this is not a werewolf you're all stupid because he's angry um mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a werewolf you're all stupid blah 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 uh sorry my computer's making noises <laughs> tell your computer to stop it we're recording Jeez. <laughs> um and so i was like yeah there's got to be something else to it because they haven't really hinted at much that there's anything supernatural in this world but then you get the shot of the werewolf and you're like maybe mm-hmm. but then yeah it's like way too cleaned up when they get that initial killer that they thought was the killer and you're like huh okay but then, yeah, they throw in, like, the little extra thing. Yeah, um, like the whole dude burning the body yeah. and the wolf tattoo. And, and to this moment, I have no idea what that was about. Like, yeah. No, they kind of glaze over this whole thing that there's this small town that just happens to have two serial killers just, just hanging out there. Just chilling. Like, yeah. that's, that's just where we're at. Like, one, one some houseless guy that burns bodies of dead people and one is a taxidermist with a weird fetish for wearing wolf skins yeah and killing people like (laughs) i i don't i'm i don't know what's going on with that town but some weird shits in the water i mean it just goes to my opinion to like just don't live in small towns like just Nothing I don't good. agree with that. I think live in small towns, but just, you know, watch your neighbors and make sure they're not doing anything stupid. <laughs> this reminds me of, uh, it's totally off topic, but whatever. When we were watching uh, on one of the Netflix parties, we watched Hush. And oh, it was yeah. you or somebody was like, oh, I'd love to live like out in the woods by myself. And I was like, this movie was literally the reason why you don't live out in the woods by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I would love to live out in the middle of the woods, but I'm not saying that I wouldn't have like an alarm system and motion detectors and guns and stuff like and that chick was like literally deaf. Yeah. And by herself writing stuff and didn't have like more than one type of alarm on her house. I'm just saying <laughs> there could have been more home security. <laughs> I, I'm just, if I lived, you know, when I lived downtown, if someone was running around in a wolf costume, people would notice. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, the nice part about living out in the wild is that if I decide to run around in a wolf costume, I'm not going to get attacked by mean city people. This is true. So there. <laughs> um, one thing I thought was pretty funny, just myself, but... Uh, Ricky uh, Ricky Lineholm. Uh, this is one of her few roles she she's allowed to keep her top on, and I always think that's funny. Oh, and Aww. they made that was a running joke in their show when they had the Garfunkel Notes show. Is like every movie role she gets, she has to be topless. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. she graduated. She doesn't have to take her shirt off. Good, for, good <laughs> for her. And you mentioned um, the. Uh, the guy what's his name who that was his last role yeah robert forrester yeah so the movie is is dedicated to him and he died it his character died in the film Mm -hmm. so i wonder if it was just like like i don't i can't tell if he just died during filming or if that was the what was supposed to happen with the character because the character was sickly Um... so no, he finished, as far as I can tell, he finished his role. 
Oh, okay. Um, he because di- well, uh, it says here he died of brain cancer, October eleventh, twenty nineteen, surrounded by his family in his home in Los Angeles. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So I think maybe they like wrote that, you know, given knowing his condition. And, yeah. Or something. I don't know. I just thought that that was an odd coincidence of. It was interesting. Yeah. This film is dedicated to him, and his character dies. Yeah. Of health complications kind of abruptly mm-hmm. in the film. So anyway. Yeah, no, that is interesting. Um So what do you think about the wolf? Or at least what the wolf is doing? I know it's not an actual wolf, but like <laughs> the role of man in wolf suit in the film as a horror um, element. Uh it was pr- uh you know, I kind of take pretty interesting cuz it uh he made it so werewolfy, at least like the writing and the clues left and all that, that it mm-hmm. made people like John like question, like maybe this is werewolf. Like that can't be right, but like everything points to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Kind of makes you question your reality a little bit. Um, do you know everyone next door? And then, yeah, do you, yeah, what you, this is a small little town, everyone knows everybody, but do you? Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, your neighbors might think they know you, and then you're hanging by chains in a bar at some point. Look, <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to know my life. <laughs> So yeah, I I think that that makes a lot of sense, and it, I don't necessarily think that this is a typical horror movie, no. especially because it's like it's a horror comedy. The comedy is a little bit, you know, forefront mm-hmm. as opposed to like a tongue-in-cheek comedy. Yeah. So it's a little difficult to be like you know there's a lot more here it's it's kind of at face value what you see is what you get yeah and if anything it there might be like some if you want to do some gymnastics philosophical gymnastics you can be <laughs> like well the um the wolf you know in this small town reveal you know affected how jim cummings character sees his family mm-hmm. and his relationships and maybe he needed this reminder of blah 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 who knows <laughs> whatever um it's not worth it if, if, through my eyes to like go down that road <laughs> for this film well i think uh it kind of had some interesting stuff to say about addiction and recovery from addiction okay um, yeah for sure because he was about to lose his family exactly like he um was recovering but that's you know and had a good handle at at the beginning of the movie and that was during like when everything's nice and calm and it's a small little town and it's kind of easy to i wouldn't say easy per se it's easier Mm -hmm. to like have a control of addiction when everything's calm and recognized and then once your world blows up and the stress piles on and you get these other thing other external factors how quickly you can just you know just lose it once again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a real, very valuable thing to remember, yeah. especially if you have people in your life that um, 
that deal with addiction. But yeah, I think that that is a, I guess everything that has to do with like something a little bit more interesting to think about Mm -hmm. with this film has to do with that character. Yeah. And he's just so over the top oblivious Mm -hmm. and so over the top, like self-centered that, I mean, it could just be a precautionary tale of like, don't be a dick. It could be. <laughs> Cause yeah, he's like at the beginning, like I have a anger issue and I'm like, okay. And it's like, yeah, he sure does later in the movie. Yeah, like, you do. <laughs> you selfish piece of shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like, there's the only, uh, yeah. And like everyone else seems to be like a better person. Like this is like the opposite where like, a lot of movies like the main characters like the good guy and does all the right things and everyone else around them is an asshole quite the opposite mm-hmm. here everyone else is like you know they're pretty, they're pretty stand-up yeah. citizens everyone's doing their thing everyone's doing the right everyone's thing everyone's doing their best they're doing their best even. yeah <laughs> and he's just losing it and just screaming at everybody all the time and yeah he's a dick yeah <laughs> So with that being said, we don't really get to do the transformation. But we can talk about the design of the werewolf. We can totally talk about the design of the werewolf. Um, so this is a long, slender, uh, reminds me of Dog Soldiers style werewolf. Really? You think Dog Soldiers were slender? Uh, I think those, so. Those bitches were huge. <laughs> they were like the size of a door. <laughs> massive dudes maybe i'm just getting the tall but (laughs) yeah they were they are very tall like this this wolf is super tall yeah and they have a cgi scene that kind of shows that just shows the wolf like standing up so it looks even taller because it's like all you know yeah you get the full effect of it standing um but it's uh it's very much i mean it it actually is man in wolf suit. Yeah. So it is man in wolf suit and it is man in wolf suit playing man in wolf suit. <laughs> I guess he. Except for that one scene, <laughs> which doesn't make sense because then his legs are backwards, but whatever. That's true. So say, is there a parallel between uh, Jim's real or Jim Cummings character, John's uh, like real life, like his anger issues and all that? And like his public persona before that, like he, he's turning in. They're showing, you know, he's wearing the costume until he's like a drunk asshole. Uh, Again, if you want to take that <laughs> psychological roller coaster to get to that landing, I am happy to support you. <laughs> just a theory I just now had probably didn't get thought out very well, but. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a cool design. I like a lanky werewolf, like a big, tall, just like all arms. I like a lanky werewolf. I like werewolf. a lanky werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> but he almost looks like you just like stand up a dog on its hind legs. And, yeah. You know, they are all, they're all goofy looking because, you know. They are goofy looking. <laughs> Dogs are not meant to be on their hind no. legs. <laughs> you look at one dog hanging out on its hind legs and you're like, oh. Maybe just go back to what you were doing before. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't always say that. Like, what about a uh, like a cattle dog that knows how to hop on its back legs? I mean, still cute, <laughs> but weird looking. It is still weird looking. <laughs> still weird looking. 
I didn't say that the dog was any less cute. Still super cute, just like, that's not how you were meant to be beheld yeah. by people. <laughs> that's not how, yeah. That's not how, uh, uh, yeah, you, your, your forefathers were. <laughs> <laughs> like, great-great-grandpappy wolf was like, uh-uh. No. Get those paws on the ground. <laughs> That's not how you were evolutionized. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we can't. Yeah, we can't do a transformation because I mean, the transformation was a guy putting on a, a wolf costume. Yeah. And how fast he did it, I actually didn't think it was very good because like that was real fast. Yeah. Like t- well, he's got a lot of practice, though. And maybe he, like, slicked up the inside <laughs> so he could, like, jump in. Yeah, he pre-baby powdered it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sticking or bunching. You just slide on in there. <laughs> um. So what would happen if you were to boop that snoot? Oh, God. I don't know. It, it The... the Injury, like, if you think too much about this film, it falls apart. So, like, if you think about how he was making these, like, these injuries on the victims, you're like, but how, though? Yeah, how do you, yeah, how do you rip people apart like that? Like, he's a, he's a tall guy, but, like, I know tall people, they don't rip people apart, like. Right, and, like, you can't bite through a wolf face. Like, how, how did you bite these victims wearing a wolf head yeah like that's not it's certainly not going to be with the same force of a wolf exactly so like for him to like rip pieces off these victims and stuff it's like uh, yeah no <laughs> so for realsies what would happen if i boot the snoot probably this dude would like pick me up and throw me across the room because that's something he could actually yep. do um but through the film's eyes, I guess, if I were to boop the snoot, he would probably, like, rip my arm off or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's got problems. Yeah. Well, that's the funny part. It's like, you, you, you said it's Scooby-Doo-esque, which it is. But, like, Scooby-Doo wraps stuff up way more than this movie did, because this left so many questions, like, just, why was he werewolf? And... Yeah. <laughs> like... What and what else was going on with was he a part of like a wolf pack clan of like people with wolf tattoos? It's just I'm I'm confused. Yeah. I have questions. They they did not clear anything up and I I don't know if that was intentional to leave it to you to decide if it was we ran out of money and that's the end of the movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't again, know. I just feel like this film is not meant for much thinking or uh, contemplation <laughs> after watching. Yeah, it's uh, that, that's what I like to call a, a, a quiet place type of movie. A quiet oh, place yeah. is a great movie, but as soon as you like think about the logistics of the world and oh, the monsters, yeah. you're like, no, it doesn't work anymore. This doesn't fit. No. It's broken as soon as you start thinking about yeah. it. Sorry to fans of that movie. I hope that you for stay forever naive. I mean, I like both um, of them, but yeah, I just have to know like don't think just just look. Just, just don't just think about it. it. Yeah, it's a fun <laughs> film. Just uh, yeah, don't think about it. Don't think about don't, it after you watch don't it. Don't think too hard. Or while you're watching it, honestly, just enjoy your quiet scary movie. <laughs> 
Um, let's see. So yeah, it didn't have any sequels or anything. Um, I mean, obviously it's only a year old. Um, yeah. Uh, it's got decent ratings. Uh, when it first came out, uh, it's got a seventy or it's got an eighty nine on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah, um, think that's about it. I'd say it's a very solid movie. Um, honestly, I think if you just listened to this podcast and you didn't watch it, you may not want to go back because this one very heavily relies on that twist. And I don't know. Does it? I mean, I think because I've watched it more than once and. I still enjoyed still it. Still holds up to a second time. viewing. Okay, then. Yeah, and like you can kind of catch a little bit more, like a couple of the things that were kind of hidden throughout the movie that lead you in the direction of that guy, but you don't realize it. Yeah. Like, like I didn't realize. I don't. I didn't remember the whole no saliva only fur thing. Yeah. From the first time watching it, but the second time watching it, I was like, eh, mm. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I I enjoyed it. Um, I I didn't torture you this time with my pick. You did not. I very much appreciate that, and I would like to foster more of this in the future. Um, but yeah, anything else you'd like to add? Nope. Just it's worth a rental. Absolutely. Or if you want to buy it, buy it. Support them. But yeah, certainly not something to like just scoff off yeah. like if you have an opportunity might as well and you're in the mood for a horror comedy might as well go yeah, for it's it it's one of the more solid horror comedies yeah all right so i guess that brings us to the next section of our show uh that has the title that doesn't exist of things we're watching and recommending <laughs> and whatnot title redacted <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been watching and enjoying during all this tons of free time you've been having yeah um shoot (laughs) i wish i had something to share i really i mean i watched i watched the new episode of severance that was like the one singular thing i've been able to watch in the last week since we recorded so (laughs) um yeah i don't really have a lot to share there <laughs> i i know what i want to watch like i want to watch the that like what's it called turning red the new oh Pixar yeah movie. so it's on disney plus so i definitely want to watch that as soon as i can um i haven't been listening to anything but the score of the show <laughs> um yeah i don't really have much to to share on that front and like i'm gonna have to like figure out all my tv stuff because like the speakers there was a powder power outage and i think it fried my speakers oh, no. so i'm gonna have to take the speakers that i wasn't using i'm gonna use those take those from the bedroom and put them in the living room and hopefully it will work i don't know but it's just annoying and i haven't had time to even do that let alone watch something (laughs) so um yeah i hope that there are wonderful things that you've been watching (laughs) i mean the peek behind the curtain is we usually give two weeks between episodes and with uh your busy schedule we only did one week so (laughs) 
Yeah, because the next two weeks are going to be crazy. Um, so I watched uh, the Tim Burton remake of Planet of the Apes on my ape watch. There's a Tim Burton You ever remember that one with Mark Wahlberg? Two, I don't 2001? I, no, I don't remember oh. that. I don't remember oh, that at I all. It's a blow your mind. So Tim Burton... Re- oh, no. So And I consider this the beginning of the end of Tim Burton was this movie. Okay. Um, 2001 timeline puts it right. Correct. Um, so, yeah, he remade Planet of the Apes uh, mm. with Mark Wahlberg as the lead. Uh, Helen Helen and Bottom Carter as as one of the apes. Of course. Um, Paul Giamatti as a uh, orangutan. Uh, <laughs> who else was in it? Um, um, I hate all of this. I hate all of it. <laughs> uh, the guy who played Emil uh, Blonsky in Incredible Hulk <laughs> was uh, like the main huh? evil ape. Um, I oh, can't gosh. think of his name at the moment, but um, yeah. So the guy who, anyways. And so it's it's weird. Um, oh my gosh, I I'm like looking at snapshots of it, and I don't remember this at all. I saw I it once in the theaters it. with my dad because he's excited because he liked the original, and I have not seen it since. So I had a 20 year oh break. God. It wasn't as bad as a lot of people make it out to be, but it's also not good. Uh, <laughs> I just can't get over the Helen and Bottom Carter one. Yeah, it's why? Why? <laughs> I don't I like mean, I'll it. I'll give them that the apes look really good. Like the ape costumes and all that were done really well. Yeah, the well. ape costumes look good. Um, and when you see, but her, her ape costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just having. Oh, and there's I'm this having trouble. There's this weird thing where she keeps hitting on Mark Wahlberg, and it's really creepy. And I don't like it at all. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how to help you. And I mean, I'm never gonna like feel super comfortable with like modern day like white people in ape costumes acting as like subhuman or like sub intelligence, unless they are acting over intelligent, and then they attribute that to the whiteness. Like they're like her characters all like washed out. I just it all feels real gross. Yeah. All of it. I hate it. I don't. I can't explain it. I don't have a good explanation. I'm just telling you how I sure. personally feel watching. I don't know, if... which is why all the CGI stuff is fine. <laughs> well, I don't know if it helps or not, but uh, Michael Clark Duncan was also one of the apes. That does, does not, not help. help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I will say is, it's the least Tim Burton-y movie that Tim Burton's ever made. You would not suspect he made this. Um, so I'll give cool. him that, that he kind of jumped in. It's also still um, scored by um, Danny Elfman, and it's the least Danny Elfman-y that he sounded. So I was like, look, there. I'm going to try to show you this picture. It's this. it's wrong. Yeah, no, it's bad. That right, This picture of Helena Bottom Carter, and I'm sorry that you guys can't see this, <laughs> but like, look up Helena Bottom Carter's character in the 2001 Planet of the Apes. And like, my soul is uncomfortable. Um, but anyway, imagine continue. that like rubbing all up on Mark Wahlberg, who's a straight Ew. human. Ew yeah. no, you know. Um, yeah, and it, I don't know. A lot of it does. Like, I get why it gets a lot of hate. Like, um, 
I don't want to get too into it, but we got time, so whatever. <laughs> um, so in the original, like the humans couldn't talk. And the reason why mm-hmm. Taylor was special is because he was the one that could talk. Then this one, I guess they just can talk still, the humans. And that's just like a known thing. And so huh. I was, and she's like, this one's special. But I'm like, but, but why? But why? Because he looks, because it's Mark Wahlberg, so he actually looks kind of dumber than all the other ones, just in general. A lot of squinting. <laughs> Lots of squinting. What? No. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you know this, but squinting is acting. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and, like, it's it's a weird remake because, like, you have to get that balance. Like, I'm never going to say there's no good remakes, but like there's yeah. a balance you have to hit because if it's too much like the original, it's bad. Like the the Psycho remake that's just mm-hmm. shot for shot. And it's like, why? But then yeah. it, if you go the other side where it's nothing like it, then you're like, why are you remaking it then? Like, what's the point? Right. This was on that end where it was like, obviously Planet of the Apes because it had, was a planet of apes. But mm-hmm. literally everything else is different. No characters were the same. No character names were the same. Um, the twist at the end was different, but then they kept like ham fisting, like lines in it. Like Michael Clark Duncan, um, gorilla was like, take your damn hands off me. You damn dirty human. Ew. Ew. Stop it. (laughs) And they, they dressed up, um, uh, what's his name from the original, um, uh, gun crazy guy. Um, oh crap. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Well, that's going to bug me. We might have to make an edit point, but that's okay. <laughs> Thanks. Charlton Heston. So they pulled in Charlton Heston for one scene, dressed him up as an ape, and he still got to do the damn you all. Damn you all to hell. Okay. And the other part I thought was funny is these apes don't have guns. Okay. Um, but Mark Wahlberg brought a gun on his spaceship, so he's got a gun. And uh, Charlton Heston ape has like this ancient relic, which is a gun. So the only gun on this entire planet was still owned by Charlton Heston. And I thought that was oh. funny. I don't know if that's on purpose, but it's like, okay, of course. Then. Of course he's got a gun. Why wouldn't he have a gun? <laughs> no. Yeah. They're there are no other options here but it's it's weird and it's it's uh um notorious for having this ending that makes absolutely no sense and it doesn't still okay um, but uh, after seeing some of the really cheap bad <laughs> 70s sequels it's a little better not yeah. great i'm just i'm just going to put that <laughs> on my list of things that i'm probably never going to watch that's fair you don't need to thank you for doing the work <laughs> well on uh, next apes or i'm on to the the current run of planet of the apes movies okay so. which i don't think are so bad I, I'm, I have high expectations they should be pretty good you've never seen i've not them? seen any of them no oh wow yeah it's 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 definitely interesting in the in the way that you just described remakes like i think it threads the needle well yeah and that's what you got to do and that one did not do it well <laughs> But anyways, um, and then I also, last night, I watched uh, Friends with Benefits. I've never seen that before, and I watched it. That's the one where Mila Kunis bangs Justin Timberlake. 
Oh yeah, because remember the that. two movies came out the same time. There was Just Friends and Friends with Benefits. Just Friends was oh, Natalie yeah. Portman banging Ashton Kutcher, and the other was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know the difference. I do remember them coming out at the same time. I did not watch either. I've of them, seen both, so. but I could not tell you the difference between the two. Um, <laughs> they do try and make you think that Justin Timberlake has hard time with women, and I'm like, no, come on. Really? You're like, nah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Stop. And Mila Kunis is having a hard time with guys. Like, no. yeah, like no one believes this. Stop it. Like guys will put up with a lot of crazy from Mila Kunis. I mean, I feel like also that was from a time when, you know, just a another an earlier time of <laughs> film in America where everyone had to be a supermodel to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And that is no longer the case, thank goodness. So now you can watch a movie and see people that look a lot more like people. a random person you run into at the store, yeah. and in like lead roles as opposed to like. I'm sorry, I've never run into a Mina, Mila Kunis looking person <laughs> ever. So this story is automatically unrelatable (laughs) oh yeah they tried to make her giant eyes like a thing that was unattractive about her and i'm like oh no her eyes are just so big big. and not gorgeous they're just so big and doughy i just that's no like (laughs) oh big and doughy bad thing i I see oh my um thankfully those films are starting to although a fun part about that movie and i pointed it out it's interesting is it, it was came out in 2011 and it was before mm-hmm. the general gist of iPhone, like smartphones, was still around. So it was still in that era where the, everybody had the same phone because it was the phone that they paid that paid them a bunch of money to show them that they have this phone. So yeah. everyone had a Sony Ericsson <laughs> smartphone. Oh, that's and I was hilarious. like, oh yeah, I remember that time because like now, I mean, they kind of do it with galaxies, but like. Like smartphones are just a brick. Like everyone's mm-hmm. iPhone, everybody's got a square, a square rectangle yeah. thing. And but yeah, back then like phones were they always have like little features, so they make sure they show that off in the movie. And that... I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, those films in that like Y two K era yeah. are just gonna fall to the wayside because tech, like the tech, doesn't work. Yeah. Like even. But it's different than, like, 80s films where the tech doesn't work, but it's in, like, an obvious way. Like, still landlines. Like, still things made sense in the way that the tech doesn't work for 80s films. But then you get into, like, the Y2K films, and it's like, I don't know, this isn't. This isn't landing. Yeah, no. Um, I had kind of had that issue rewatching The Matrix last year. The first Matrix mm-hmm. has got a bunch of stuff where you're like, no, like that's no. no. This doesn't work. <laughs> but if you go like a little older, it works it, it a little bit fits. better. Yeah, and it becomes that style. And if you go newer, it works. But like, there's just we- that dead zone of technology and yep. film. Just a weird transition <laughs> phase. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. I finished uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, fun oh, part. That's still happening. Is. Well, I'm a little excited for next season for one specific thing. There's gonna be a new There's, season. <laughs> it's gonna keep going. But Donald Faison isn't gonna be in it. 
Oh. And I'm excited for that because he gets to play Booster Gold, who's a goofy character. He's like a goofy time-traveling character. Huh. So I'm excited for Donald Faison. Cool. And also, like, what a strange shark to jump. I just feel like every season they jump some shark. Oh, yeah. There's a jumping shark every season. Well, they add, especially Legends of Tomorrow, they add, like, one weird wrinkle all the time. Like, first, obviously, it was time. Then it was magic. And now it's aliens on top of the magic and the time. And, like, (laughs) what else are you going to add at this? Like, can, can we just, like, just go through time and have adventures? Do we have to, like, add more stuff? We do. You have yeah, to add, add more stuff. stuff. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been watching. Because, um, yeah, it's a short week in between episodes for us. So. Yeah. But yeah, good stuff. Well, cool. Next week, or next episode, we will be discussing a film that you told me and I already forgot. Wolf Walkers. Wolf Walkers. I don't know why I chose this, but I did. There so we <laughs> <laughs> we're going to watch it. Um, and other than that, uh, where can people find you out in the wild of the internet? Well, I am wizard uh, underscore Matt at uh, Twitter and wizard cosplay on the Instagram and Pharaoh wizard on TikTok. My band is Leonardo Leonardo. Um, uh, we're Leonardo Leonardo Band on all your social medias, whatever you want to go to. Uh, we got a show coming up uh, March 31st at Herman's Hideaway, if you happen to be in the Colorado area. And like I said, new music video. And where can people find you at? Excellent. I can be found on the internet at Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at Luna underscore Minui. That's M-I-N-U-I-T. And stay tuned for probably a bunch of pictures of backstage shit (laughs) when I'm at Dominion. Um, And yeah. So thank you again for tuning in to us and our shenanigans and werewolves. And we'll see you next time. Bye.